it is the pure capacity to judge, not as an ego, but from the holistic or holocentric uh, realization of the vortices of energy in any given community or uh, any system. Uh, what is appropriate and what needs to be removed and what needs to be transformed and what is the accurate way of dealing with it in the same way that a doctor will decide should there be radiation, should there be surgery to remove something, should there be a placebo given, should there be uh, some other method, right? So it, it is that uh, recognition, not so much of judgment but a method of treatment. But, for example, uh, Ramana removed many people from his ashram and from his sangha. It's not known. Most of the people think, oh, he just sat there and smiled and let anybody come in and do what he wanted. But no, he kicked many people out. In fact, there's a great story of a, um, a lawyer in, uh, I think it was in uh, Madurai, uh, who was a new lawyer. He, he never even had heard of Ramana Maharshi. But a woman came to him one day and said, I want you to take my law case. And because he was a new lawyer, he would take any case that came in, right? You know, lawyers can't be choosy in the beginning of their career. And what did she want? She said, they kicked me out of Ramana's ashram. I want you to file a lawsuit and demand that I be allowed back in. And, uh, and, and, the, and the lawyer said, well, why, why would Ramana kick you out, you know? And, uh, and she said, well, they say I'm mad. <laughs> and he said, well, are you mad? And she said, what do you think? Of course not. You've got to help me get back in. Anyway, so he said, oh, all right, I'll go see this Mr. Maharshi and see what uh, he, will, uh, he will say. So he, he uh, took the train with her uh, to the ashram and he told her to wait outside because she wasn't allowed in. And he went in there and uh, somehow Ramana seemed to be expecting him, you know. And uh, this lawyer sat down and, uh, and Ramana was very, very... Uh, very nice to him and, uh, and, and he began to present his case he said I've heard you have, uh, have have kicked this woman out of the ashram and then somebody else sitting next to Ramana said well of course we kicked her out she's mad you know and uh, uh, he, the, the, the conversation went on about whether or not that was the case and Ramana said well why don't we invite her in is she here and the lawyer said well yeah she's waiting outside and so he, um, he invited the woman back in, but he said to her, okay, now just behave yourself. You should be very calm and don't give them any reason to kick you out. So, and she said, of course I'll behave myself. But as soon as she got into the hall, she said, Ramana, Ramana, and she started going in a very histrionic way at his feet, you know, and then was furious at him for kicking her out. And I mean, she enacted this whole very psychotic little episode right in front of everyone, and Ramana just sat there and uh, allowed it all to be revealed. And, uh, and, and the lawyer said, well, okay, maybe uh, I don't really have a case here. Uh, but in any case, Ramana took him in the back and spent the, the whole evening with him, and, and he gave him a huge amount of knowledge that he didn't ordinarily give to people. And among the things that he, he talked about, then the, the lawyer eventually wrote this all out as a, uh, a reminiscence of, of his meeting with Ramana. He said, you know, Ramana said to him, it's very strange. Some people come here and they seem fine and as soon as they get here they go half mad. 
Other people come here, they're half mad already, and they go completely mad. And there are some people who come here, and they're already completely mad, and they get cured. They're fine. So, who can say what's going to happen to someone? But it's obvious that we can't help everyone. And there are some people for whom the energy field is much too strong, and the knowledge, the information is too, too much for them to deal with, and it will make them worse if they stay. And so we kick them out for their own good. <laughs> not, not to punish them, not to judge them, and for the good of the Sangha that obviously gets disturbed by that kind of energy. And so uh, it's a matter of psychic hygiene. It's not a matter of, uh, we don't like you. But Ramana recognized the limitations of what could be accomplished uh, within a spiritual path. And you can't heal everyone, at least not in any particular lifetime, uh, or through any particular path. So uh, the Lord was very uh, impressed with uh, what Ramana taught him, which helped him in his own law practice. And uh, ultimately, uh, what Ramana told him was the whole reason that woman came was in order for this lawyer to get here, because the lawyer needed to meet Ramana. There was no other way he would have ever come to the ashram. And so these two, these very secret ways in which connections get made and, and windows of opportunity open and close and the whole way that the structure of reality functions is something that Ramana was very subtly aware of. And this is part of the Adhikara Vada, the recognition of that. So uh, you could even call it windowology because there is a whole science to when uh, windows of opportunity open and when they close. In fact, this was one of the main themes of Parsifal, the opera that we saw the other night. It was the second theme to the Kundri theme of Chakra 2 and all of that. And, and, and I don't think Wagner handled it in, uh, in as deep a way as the Grail legend did. But the whole problem of Parsifal is he didn't say what he needed to say at a certain moment, and they kicked him out of the Grail castle, and he had to wander for many years before uh, the opening to that dimension uh, was given to him again. And, and then it was told that it usually isn't given a second time, but we're going to make an exception for you because you have achieved such purity that this uh, door will open for you, but you'd better be accurate now. And he was. So uh, this uh, was very much a part of the medieval understanding of the nature of reality as a bardo state. But since the modern materialism and, and all of that, we have basically lost that sensitivity, except for a few, uh, let's say, fields like Jungian study, which uh, includes an understanding of synchronicity and that sort of thing. But it's a much lower level of understanding than the human race used to have. So these very subtle understandings of what is accurate cannot be grasped according to any conventional formula. It requires a very, very subtle uh, capacity to discriminate what is accurate, uh, not according to, to any uh, objective criteria of right or wrong, good or bad, or anything else. And Ramana was beyond that, uh, and therefore could be accurate. 